This is the Inspiration Science Podcast, your guiding podcast on evolving your own science in life to holistically strive. We believe there is no general way of living and healing, but your universal way. You succeed the highest when you do you. On this podcast, we'll dive into deep conversations on mental health and aligning purpose to business for enlightening harmony in life. I'm your host, Osin June. Welcome everyone to this podcast episode to the Inspiration Science. Today, I'm so happy to announce a special guest. So it's Uni Turetini. She is a human connection expert as well as a mental health advocate. She helps people who feel lonely or empty inside to feel more of a sense of belonging and fulfillment from the core. And she's amazing. She's been a best-selling author, a speaker. She's a facilitator and author as well. And she's been featured in different media outlets such as the ABC, Fox, BBC News, Thrive, New York Post, and so many more. So I'm very honored. Thank you so much, Oni, for coming on my show. Um, How are you today? First of all, thank you so much, Austin, for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here and talking with you. And I'm doing great. When I can be in a place and I can speak about what I I love to do and, and help someone, help even just one person feel better about themselves, um, I'm doing great. Love it. Thank you so much for coming. About your background, I, I found it very unique that you chose this path. It's something that takes a lot of courage when it comes to mental health, and we know it's quite complex. What is it that inspired you to take on this path and be the human connection expert as well as a mental health advocate? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. And, you know, for me, it really began with, you know, I'm, I'm Norwegian, uh, but I left Norway as a young woman. And um, I, I was, you know, and I realized now that I was looking for belonging. I was looking for a place that was my home that I could feel live in a place where I belonged with the people there as well, because I never felt that growing up. We moved around a lot because of my dad's job inside of Norway and I was always the kid that was a little different mm-hmm. everywhere I spoke the wrong dialect I was wearing the wrong clothes I was I was just never it never really fit in and um so I always felt that that kind of little thing but I wasn't aware of that until much later and um so I I had a career and actually a, a really good career as a lawyer also in finance and um and and then I, I got married and and had two kids and I quit my job to be at home with my two small babies. And that's when I really had the time to, to really start reflecting upon my life. And what really, what really hit me when I was at home with my two kids was that I had it all. I had everything that I had always wanted in my life. I'd had a beautiful career. I had a great education. I had, you know, I married the man of my dreams and I had two beautiful, healthy kids, but I still felt like there was something missing in my life. I still felt empty and unsatisfied. And that's when I really started asking the question, well, then there must be something with me. There must be something about me because I have it all, like the, all the external factors. And and I did, but I didn't know what to do with it. And then in 2011, so this is, you know, 11 years ago now, we have this horrific mass shooting, mass killing in Norway, in my home country. I was living in, in, in Geneva at the time. 
And, and I remember listening to the radio and hearing that there was a bomb in Oslo. There was a terror attack in Oslo. And then there was like the news of, 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 of someone shooting teenagers on an island outside of Oslo. And we didn't know what, what, what happened. What, what came out of it was that this was one man who had like seemingly out of the blue uh, decided to, to, to bomb Oslo, the center uh, of Oslo. And then he, he got away, went to this island where there was a teenage summer camp and started shooting. And he killed 77 people in one day. And so that was such a shock and grief, right, to, to my country, which is a small country, and so many people, you know, and so many young people. And I just had to understand how that could happen, how someone like this young man, 32-year-old at the time, how he could do this. He, he was, you know, he grew up like a 20-minute drive from my home. He, you know, he, he went to this, you know, similar school, same background. He looked like me you know, could have been my younger brother. And so I just had to understand. And what I found was because I started researching, then I started digging in, you know, trying to find the answers. And I contacted experts around the world. I got in touch with the FBI and, and uh, you know, got really great help from this, this former FBI profiler who also ended up uh, writing the, the introduction to, to my book about this, the, these type of killers. And so what I found and what, what really shocked me or surprised me was that all these killers, no matter where in the world they came from, what their background was, didn't matter, doesn't matter, they all struggled with loneliness. None of them felt like they belonged in our society. And I knew that feeling, Austin. I had felt that. And that's when my journey with loneliness began and really digging into and researching what is loneliness? Where does it come from? And how can we feel more connected? How can we connect on a deeper level to other people, right? So that is how my journey around this, it was really a coincidence that coincidence that wasn't a coincidence at all, right? But it was really my own pain with loneliness and this horrific, you know, incident with this, with this, this, this lone wolf killer. Wow. What a story. I mean, thank you so much for sharing. It's, it's immense that, you know, it's a typical story that is unfortunately a lot in the headlines, like crazy people, you see their shootings, people doing insane stuff. And I feel it's coming up more and more. Mm -hmm. And it has something to do that is mentally there, mentally, spiritually, something invisible, but it's at the deep core. Um, from your experience, what do you feel is the most common cause of the loneliness and why people, you know, do that? What happens internally based on your experience? Yeah, and, th and this is such an important point. So thank you for asking that question, Austin, because what I realized after all, all this time and all this research and my also my own experiences and talking with people who have similar experiences is that loneliness is not only when we are socially isolated, right? Or when our when the relationships that we have in our lives, when they're not um, fulfilling us. Loneliness is also a disconnection from ourselves. Because when someone says they're lonely, what they're really saying is, I don't believe I'm worthy of love and connection. And that is what really 
hit me so hard was that that realization that I was disconnected from myself. I didn't know who I was, what I wanted. I didn't know my worth, right? So my whole life, I was striving to accomplish, striving to prove, working so hard, you know, getting the good grades, getting, you know, this, this, this amazing education, working so hard in, in my career for titles and accomplishments, only to prove to the world and myself that I was worthy. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, you can never get that from the outside because it doesn't matter how many accomplishments you have and how much you 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 make in terms of money or 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 status it doesn't matter because if it doesn't matter how worthy other people think you are if you don't believe you're worthy none of that matters and that was the the hard realization that i had to come to terms with with myself was that i had to start working on my own self-worth. So that is, and I developed actually a method around this whole disconnection and how to reconnect so so deeply and build that confidence so deeply so that when you, so that in all of your relationships, you can have much more meaningful and deeper connection with other people. Because often connection is everything. Connection is the ultimate performance enhancer. It is what makes our life meaningful without it. Like like life is not meaningful for us as human beings. We are wired for connection. We cannot survive if we're not connected. So when we feel lonely, our body actually goes into this this, um, fight or flight or freeze mode, right? And that's that's fine when you're running from a tiger or you, you need to fight for your survival, right? But when you over time are in this survival mode, what happens is that the body sends out signals that produces all these chemicals and, and, and hormones. And when those stay in the body over time, it actually starts to, to eat you up from the inside. It starts to tear you. You're in constant state of inflammation in your body and it starts tearing on your, on your mental and you're, you know, you get depressed, you, you get anxiety, stress, overwhelm, all these things that I was struggling with, right? So it actually destroys your health and your mental health. And so it's so important to start with that that knowing that connection is an inside job at first. You have to start with working on your self-worth, start working on your self-confidence. Wow, thank you so much for those deep insights. And as you say, it's it's a lot on the inside that we have to look instead of people like seeking for things on the outside, as you say. So that's a very great point. Um, Like going a little bit back, you mentioned that you had all the things like the career, you had the great education, you had your husband, you had healthy kids, but yet you felt this emptiness or loneliness. What happened from there between now? Like probably a lot happened, but what did you do to overcome it? Because you mentioned also that you now help others as well. So is there any particular approach what you apply on yourself and other people whenever you feel disconnect? Yeah, absolutely. And for me, it took me a long time to to figure this out. I mean, I went to see therapists, coaches. I, I, I did it all, right? Like, and I started doing yoga, started doing meditation, breath work, all the things. And, and what I found was there, there are two things that 
are really um, great for reconnecting you with yourself. And those two things are grounding, being grounded, and also being grateful. And so um, I have implemented a practice in my own life, and this is what I recommend for everybody to start your day with a little bit of breath work, just like sitting down, just breathing first thing in the morning after you, you know, go to the toilet and then just like sit down, gather yourself, just breathe and have that sort of find that sort of stillness. Even if you have lots of like thoughts and stuff, you know, going on, that's okay. It doesn't, you know, that's, we have to, that, that we cannot get rid of. Right. But to just find that stillness and just reconnect with you. And I do that for a few minutes every single morning. And then I pick up my journal and then I ask myself in my journal at the top of the page, how can I love myself a little more today? Just a little more. And then that, the answer to that, I just like allow whatever comes, comes, right? And then I write that down and I try to do it. And some days it's what comes up is like, okay, uh, today I need to just lie down and take a nap you know, or give myself a break or take a walk with my dog, you know, a little longer than, than usual, not like, not, um, push myself so hard, you know, be a little kinder to myself. So it, it it's different from day to day. It depends, depends on how I feel. Right. But what that does, that exercise of just asking myself that question, even if I don't have a clear answer as to what I need, it does something. It's, and then writing also by hand, I also write, like I have a journal and I have a pen and I just write by hand. And that like exercise is connects my head with my body. Mm-hmm. So it connects you with yourself. And it's just like, you, you reconnect with yourself, just the exercise of doing that. And, and it doesn't have to take long. This whole process can take 10, 15 minutes, doesn't have to be more. So it is possible to do, because, you know, if you're, if you're never, meditated before you've never done any kind of exercises like this before don't start to meditate for 30 minutes or an hour like you're never going to be able to sustain that right so we have to start go easy on ourselves Mm -hmm. and just start out with something you know a little bit Mm -hmm. even just three minutes you know what I mean it's like doesn't have to be a lot so that is definitely the the best thing that I've found to to ground myself and also to work on just showing myself a little more love and respecting myself a little more I love that. It, it's such a great thing. It's the gratitude that you mentioned. So you write things down, yeah. ground yourself in the stillness, because I feel there's always a lot going on, especially as yeah. an entrepreneur, like we're yeah. always restless. Oh, and exactly. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like with all the framework and things that you evolve for yourself and now help others with, um, with loneliness, do you feel this is an ongoing thing? You know, same like anxiety, because some people like, you know, it's vanished forever and some, you know, and says, no, it's ongoing. You just learn how to deal better with it. How, what is your perspective when it comes to loneliness? Do you still feel it often pops up, but you just just kind of learn how to deal better with it? Or do you feel like, you know, for some people or somehow it completely vanished? Where's your perspective on that? I think it's, honestly, it's an ongoing uh, process. It's just, it just never completely disappears. But I have to say, once I came to terms with me and I sort of just accepted myself and started loving myself, the more I love myself, the less lonely I feel. Because 
And, and people always ask me this now because I moved around so much. Like I lived in so many different places and, and whenever I felt, you know, too lonely in a place, I just moved to a new country or a new city or, or a new continent. Right. So that was my background and how I dealt with it before. And now, and people ask me now, so where is your home? Like, where is, where is home for you? And although I live in Oslo, Norway right now, this is not necessarily like, it's, it's kind of like you. I feel like the world is my home in that sense. Yeah. But what I say is that I'm home in myself. So as long as I'm 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 good with my good with me, and I'm happy to be with me in my in my own good in my own company, I'm home. Oh, I love that. That's so great. But it is. But I have to say, as an entrepreneur, and you know, all, like often, like I work, you know, like I don't always have a team around me with people. So I am alone a lot. So I can feel that, that like I'm missing that social connection with other people. So I do believe it is a daily practice. It is a daily, and also it's a daily intention of connecting, making sure that I actually schedule connection and, you know, prioritize relationship in into my daily life right and that is one of the other like so so i have these the 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 three elements i say that that you need that all of us need to feel connected and so self-worth is the first one confidence which is the self-worth the three c's i call them so confidence which is self-worth and then there is contribution which is being able to give of yourself feeling like you matter which is actually one of our basic human needs and then the and then the third one is is connection which is relationships prioritizing relationships being more intentional in our interactions with people right so that is you know the the three c's i call them yeah i love it it's so great and the three things do you feel like um is that something that you feel you apply more with people who are rather introverted or do you think because it's an interesting with interesting thing with extroverts and introverts mm -hmm. and with introverts I know a lot of people they are kind of you know they're socially anxious they they say they are happy when they're alone and they need their time and I know extroverts such like me I can choose like I am quite extroverted but at the same time I have this thing when I choose to be this really introverted person um you know where's your estimation on that um when it comes to loneliness do you feel there's one group that has more that feels that or do you feel extroverts can suffer as much as with loneliness as well you know what that is such an interesting question and, and something that i've thought about a lot and i'm actually an introvert myself so i actually need a lot of time alone because that's how I recharge my batteries, right? An extrovert is somebody who recharges the batteries when they go to a party and they're with a lot of people, right? And I think actually we're we're a little bit of, all of us are a little bit of both. There are very few people I believe who are just only extroverted or introverted. I think we're a little bit of both, but we have a dominance, right? So for me, the introverted part is definitely dominant, which is why I love to 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 be in my office and to write and to 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 reflect and to read and you know do all this create content right um but also uh what i found is that for sure extroverted people have that little extra motivation to mm -hmm. go out there and be social now that doesn't mean that their interactions are of high quality so you can still be surrounded by people you know, be in the best places, go to the best parties and be invited everywhere and feel terribly lonely, even as an extrovert. 
So what, because the, the elements are still the same for both extroverted and introverted, you need to have that self-confidence, that, that, that belief in yourself and that, you know, belief that, you know, you just know that you are worthy of love and connection. And you need to have that, that, that feeling that like you are contributing what you do matters, like what you are actually important in this world, right? We all need that part and we all need to have meaningful relationships. So, you know, and, and I know this from my experience too, is that back when I was working in finance, I was traveling all the time. I was always invited to, to amazing conferences and amazing places where I was meeting people all day, every day and parties and all the things. And, and I enjoyed that, but these relationships didn't fulfill me because I wasn't connected to myself. So that is the same problem for both. So you can be just as lonely as an extrovert, in my experience, as an introvert. And that not, not a lot of people know that. So it's important to, to be aware of. That's so well explained. So it's a lot, you know, like, again, it's a things again, deep always in us that we have to dig deeper into that. And you mentioned also like earlier, um, before we actually had the interview in a forum that letting go was something that was so important or that has a contribution when it comes to loneliness to to stop that and to rise above what mm -hmm. is something for your personal experience that was really hard to let go of although you were aware of it that was not good but then you did it and now you're glad because now you're rising above that you have an example yeah uh, you know um something that comes to mind right now when we're talking about you know the thing that you are going you know you're, you're invited to to the right parties you know with the right people like all of us and also social media right it's the same now with social media we we we, we are on our phones constantly scrolling through our feed and we're seeing all these people that look so happy and look, they look so perfect and they have perfect lives and they have, you know, husbands and kids and, 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 and careers and live in beautiful homes and all the things. And, you know, this, this thing of comparisitis, right? It's a comparisitis where you're constantly comparing your little life with all the, the, the glam that you see on the outside. And for me, that was the same thing when I was, when I was all the time you know, living quite a glamorous life, always invited to amazing places and amazing parties and with amazing people. And it was all, you know, I realized that I wasn't nourished by it, just like I'm not nourished, you know, scrolling through other people's perfect feeds when I'm not feeling good about myself, right? So for me, it was, it was a decision that I had to make. And it was hard for me because I still had that, like, you know, fear of missing out, you know, like I wanted to, like, I, there was something like, even now I can have this, like, oh my God, I want to be invited. Like I see it on social media, like they're all together and I used to be there and I'm not anymore, but that is a decision that I made because now I'm only, I'm doing the things that actually nourish me, that actually um, fills me up and builds my confidence in myself. And that means that I have to say no to a lot of things, right? So I'm saying no to a lot of these parties, to, to a lot of these gatherings. And, and, and also I put limits on myself as to how much I can scroll that Instagram feed, right? And I think it's important to do that. 
because otherwise you get into that state and it's so hard to get out of. So that is definitely something that I have to let go of, right? I love that. Yeah, setting the clear boundaries and things. Yeah. Like, I think many people who are like at the deepest core just like kind-hearted. We mean it nice. Like we just say yes to everything, and then we kind of overcome it on different parts. I think it's really important when it comes to mental health as well. Yeah. Now talking about loneliness, um, in society is often like framed as something rather negative in a sense. Oh, loneliness it contributes to depression. People having sleep problems, fatigue. Yeah. So there's so many different negative things now when we flip the sides would you say there is something positive about loneliness is there an advantage of being lonely yeah absolutely you know I first of all I think it's important to know that a lot of us can struggle with loneliness without being aware of it right mm -hmm. uh, so you know we can feel it took me the, the longest time Austin to to realize that I was lonely I was just feeling I just felt generally disconnected unfulfilled um, empty. I felt bored. I was bored with my life. I was asking myself, like, is, you know, there must be more to life than this. Like, is this it? Like that, this can't be it. There must be more to life than this. Right. Mm -hmm. So that was, so, so a lot of those feelings are actually the disconnection to yourself and that is loneliness. So we, so we have to be part of the, you know, we have to be aware of the definition of loneliness, which is the disconnection from yourself. Um, and then, um, when it comes to, um, uh, sorry, re remind me of the, the question again, because now I, I lost track. Like what, if you see the positive side of- Oh yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah, sorry. So yes, so um, the positive side of this disconnection and loneliness is that I always, I always tell my students to lean into it. Say, okay, you know, this is what you're feeling right now. Like accept it, accept it, and then lean into it take advantage of this time to really go inward. Like there is no effect of, there's no positive effect to just pushing yourself to go out there and connect with other people. Although that's what you're craving. You're craving feeling connection with other people. You're craving maybe your relationship. You want to, you want to, you know, you want to get married. You want to, you want to do all the things. And then, but when you're disconnected from yourself, you know, those you're probably going to attract the wrong people so or not have the, get the fulfilling relationships that you need right that are good for you so I always say lean into that just accept the fact that you are feeling this right now and take advantage of that time to really hone in and ask yourself these questions like how can I love myself more how can I respect myself more what boundaries do I need to set in place you mentioned boundaries earlier so important to to, re to build re self-respect and to build self-confidence, right? And boundaries are hard when, you know, because most of us, you know, especially women, we're people pleasers. We want to make everybody happy. We want to take care of everybody else's, you know, feelings and, 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 you know, everyone else before us. And we think that that's going to make us feel worthy, but it doesn't. You have to put the mask on yourself first. You have to, it's like, it's like vacuum your house, uh, but you you haven't plugged in the, the the cord into into the wall, right? You're just doing all the work, but you're not connected. So it, so the result isn't great. So we need to plug that cord in first, reconnect with ourselves, and then we go out there and we do all the things. And that's when we can experience, 
you know, real fulfillment and also real success as entrepreneurs and, and, and in business. Wow, that's a beautiful illustration with the plugging in and pouring to ourselves versus honoring ourselves. It's mm -hmm. funny, it reminds me actually on a different project I'm working on and I want to be writing a book about it. It, it is about a self-marriage. I always believe that um, when we we have to marry ourselves first before yes. we think about marrying someone else. And self-love is literally the basis of self-belief and mm -hmm. where you say the whole connection with us and then with other people happens. So it's, it's like literally the base of everything we don't even have to talk about entrepreneurship before anything else so it's yeah. like the foundational things i mean it's so incredible when you thank you so much so far for sharing all your experiences and stories around that um with now what you're doing you're now already impacting people you're having students you're helping different people um struggling with that what is your outlook or vision um in terms of like for the upcoming years where you see that going and how you want to approach that to make a grander impact with everything that you do so, so for me, I, you know, I'm, I'm working with, with students and especially, you know, women, women in business, women entrepreneurs, professional women who really want to make an impact in, in life. And so to, to sort of, to, to plug that cord into the wall, reconnect themselves, right. So they can, they can have the lives that they want. They can feel fulfilled and also have the success, the financial success, success that they, that they want and deserve. Right. So that is an important impact. And I think it's going to just going to get more and more important also to work on that connection part, the mm -hmm. reconnection with ourselves. Because if you look at our world, you know, with so much polarity, so much, you know, so much political unrest and just, you know, wars and, and just, it's really tough right now. So if we can work on ourselves, you know, stay connected and, and, you know, you know, just reconnect ourselves constantly, remind ourselves every single day, it is a daily practice. And do that, I think we can really also make an impact on how the world will look will look like in, in the future as well. But the connection part is really key because when we're looking at our, our leaders today, they're all disconnected. It's just that they don't know it and they don't know another way. But there is another way. And I think that's where we, as a, you know, a younger generation and and the new leaders that's where we can really come in and and make a difference that's beautiful yeah because i think that so many leaders they are not that conscious in a way and um, i think this generation it comes up more we have more of this mental health talks and stuff so i think the awareness is kind of growing but then the implementation is another but i love that you mentioned instead of like chasing the you know like changing the whole world and think about that that you mentioned like be the change reconnect mm -hmm. yourself yeah. and the rest will kind of speak out and spread like a domino effect as well that's beautiful well well, where can people best contact you to have a chat with you, whether it's just like, you know, hitting you up for any of the help in terms of loneliness or if they just generally want to contact you? Absolutely. So um, if you just Google my name, you will find me. I'm the only one in the world with my name. So Uni Turretini, that's U-N-N-I and then T-U-R-R-E-T-T-I-N-I and .com. That's my website. And I'm also on, on Instagram. Instagram is my favorite platform, but I'm also on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn and TikTok. So wherever you want to, you want to follow me. I also have a, a free resource that, you know, that can help people just getting started to feel more connected and that you can get from my Instagram uh, bio or even my website, anywhere you can get that 
and just download it and it's yours to keep and to share and do whatever you want with it. So yeah. I love that. Well, I will put all the links below. So for everyone who's listening, give Unia a follow and um, connect with her. Again, connection. We're talking about connection. And uh, thank you so much for coming to my show, sharing so much wisdom that goes, I mean, far beyond just like business. We know we are in business as well. But as we say, I think it's here, the core, the foundation that is so important. And I see that, you know, a lot with people who are financially free, you know, they feel empty, as you mentioned, extroverts who have all yeah. the connection things. So it's also about the quality. So for everyone who listens, I think it's also great reflection to do right now to see and check in how we feel. So thank you so much for this great reminder in this crazy world that we're living in right now. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And I hope that you know, uh, that it was, it was useful and, you know, please, so please comment or, you know, communicate with me. If you have any questions, you know, just go ahead and ask me, send me a DM or, or, you know, whatever. So yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Austin. Absolutely. Okay, beautiful souls. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day life to untangle wisdom and abundance on all levels. If you feel connection to this audio experience, share it with your friends. Follow us on Instagram, Your Universal Way, and my personal Instagram, Ozinjun, O O-C-C-I-N-J-U-N. And always remember, there is no right or wrong way, just your universal way. See you next time.